0: Now boarding for rebuild of Joycast, your weekly destination for anime, manga, and more.
1: Uh, get excited! Val it's a Dragon Ball episode.
2: Woo-hoo. Dragon Ball, Dragon Ball. Uh,
1: okay, don't be, don't be me, don't be too mean. Okay, that's my job. All right. right? You're, no, you're I, you're, I, you're I, thre- I you're ge- threatening my, uh, my whole shtick. Now here's finish. the thing. I,
2: I genuinely. I genuinely do like Dragon Ball. It's just like at a point after Z, I get really sick of it. Quite frankly.
1: Yeah, but I mean, if you really like Z, though, well, I've got the feature for you. Everyone, I, we we previously discussed in a, a previous episode that um we weren't really too enthusiastic about Dragon Ball Super Superhero.
2: I thought it looked cool. I like the three D art style and everything. That I it respect for, it.
1: I will say that much. Um, and we and then we and we saw some spoilers, some screen caps, and we laughed at them. And I said, you know what? Reserve judgment until I see an emotion. Mm. That being said, I wasn't gonna see it. But I wake up to a text at six o'clock this morning. A text, not an email. It's supposed to be an email. I've got a credit for a screener of Dragon Ball Superhero. So now I am. obligated to see it
2: Mm -hmm.
1: and um so i saw it i literally just came back from it and uh so very fresh thoughts um so first and foremost this is going to be a spoiler filled discussion and val has not seen this movie i have and i don't feel bad spoiling it because you know i
2: don't care that much
1: (laughs) because you don't care an audience nothing about what i'm going to say should dissuade you from seeing this movie you like anime? You should go see this movie, all right? I'll preface it that way. You li- you like it? Here we go. Um otherwise, uh also this movie there really isn't much to spoil anyways. It's just an action it's an action film, okay? And anything that's worth anything that's actually truly worth spoiling, I cannot do that to you in the audio format. So rest assured guys, this is a spoiler discussion. But there's really nothing to spoil. I'm Once again, I think y'all are full of shit, and you've already read up on this shit on Twitter when it came out in Japan, so... Um, don't get mad at me. Don't shoot the messenger. Um, otherwise, in terms of my review, my criticism, I actually want to lead everything with a positive note. Um, because this movie does a lot right by the franchise before it falls into its old mistakes each time. This is a very uneven movie. I think it's a very middling theatrical experience. But I think if you like anime, you'll be satisfied. If you like Dragon Ball, you're going to fucking love this movie. Um, so let me just start. So I'm going to get right into it. This movie is fucking stupid. And I mean fucking stupid. And to its benefit, it is very self-aware of its stupidity.
2: I was about to say, what happened to starting this off positively, Ivan? <laughs> I,
1: I, I consider on. its stupidity a positive attribute. Ad- ad- okay. ad- <laughs> this is the dumbest thing Dragon Ball has ever produced. It's I don't believe It's silly. You. There's a villain who has some great shots. Every time the camera pans down, he's on a step stool. Um, There's a part where Piccolo's fighting one of the superheroes. And every time he punches piccolo there's like comic book like sound effects and pickles like why are those letters showing up behind you and stuff like that like this thing knows what it's doing and, and, and a lot of the new characters are introduced with text and shit it's very stupid it's very silly it's very bright and cheery but it does have some very badass moments and we'll get to that the action I mean that's what this that's what this entire franchise is predicated upon this movie especially runs on this action the action and the 3d that serves it it serves it well this looks good in the action but stationary scenes look like shit whenever they're station whenever they're just sitting around talking or sitting around talking it looks awful
2: well they don't even take advantage of the 3d and like at least have them like gesticulate and everything
1: so like i mean there's definitely more motion than your average anime if that's what you're asking but I would, I would fucking retort that Dragon Ball Super Broly had perfectly fine 2D motion, whether it was stationary dialogue scenes or action. It looked consistently great through and through. This thing is a fucking mess.
2: It's weird. The that action looks ago.
1: incredible, and I've got to give it credit. Even though even if the stationary looks bad, the art direction is still very good. The colors are great. The backgrounds are beautiful but they don't fit in place the character models do not fit on the the background space it doesn't mesh well
0: Hmm.
1: um but the action looks good and to this movie's credits um to make anime style very functional in a 3d space i would argue that it actually takes more effort than the fidelity you would see in a pixar film and i'm like i will die on that hill and I think that when this animation puts that effort to make that anime model functional in 3D space, it looks incredible. Mm. Very good. They do mix in a lot of 2D animated effects, which I appreciate. But at that point, I'm like, if you're just gonna 2D animate that, why not just 2D animate the whole fucking movie? Come yeah, on. Yeah, that's
2: something that I always Come think on. about. I'm a purist. I, I always think about that with 3D animation. I'm always like, just if you stick with it being 3D and just concentrate on it, it's to like it. Beastars. Beastars? Yes. For example, in my opinion, I know you weren't... You like the we have talked about this. You I like, like the, the opening, I like the first couple episodes of high stars. school drama and everything. Yes, if I like it makes you feel better. The second season gets right back into that. But that's what looks that's why it looks good, because it's entirely three D for the most part. There might be like I, I can only think of like the time where maybe Haru's like feeling up against the ghosties. Yeah, Hot sexy wolf. <laughs> no, I'm joking. So like, Stuff like Beastars
1: walks so DB DBS superheroes can run. I will I will absolutely admit to that. Yeah.
2: This like, is get, this is a step forward. I get why some people don't like 3D animation, but I think I completely understand. Like orange because I because that when, they, when
1: they're just doing fucking talking and stuff and dialogue or just laying around, if it's not with an action camera that's always in motion and looking at things from different perspectives and angles, if the camera is stationary and we're just watching people talk and move, horrible. Looks horrible horrible it looks like cheap tv anime cgi mm. and i want people to fucking stick to their guns on that people because i've seen some people who are complimenting the animation completely on this film but mm. they'll talk massive shit about tv anime cg this is tv anime cg man. i mean i
2: think i think a lot of the things stick with your films is really the ability to like i mean like you know because as you know i've been messing around with um uh blender a lot and everything yeah and i've been messing around like 3d space and everything and the key too So okay so animation. speaking of Blender,
1: this doesn't look like blunder this looks like oh, no, SFM. It this looks like
2: sfm animation oh okay 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 i doubt da- that, that, I do
1: that that's animated on the ones and twos or the twos and fours whichever's basically you know that into the spider-verse kind of style yeah not quite that but close they definitely reduced the frame rate just a little bit to its to its help but Mm -hmm. but it still looks like it was it looks like someone took some fucking dbz fighters and xenoverse models and fucking moved them on a plane speaking of it It looks Uh, like that again it looks great in action but when it's stationary you're like oh my god this kind of looks kind of i think i know youtube sfm animators who could do a better job that's aren't
2: they doing like weird one piece level like shadow cannon with like dragon ball fighters where like the uh, I, I have no idea what. Her yes, model yes, they do is. acknowledge
1: some characters from DBZ Fighters.
2: Yeah, like the the, the android lady who's. Yes, also yes, they Martian they yeah, she she makes a, a very
1: brief Boom. cameo.
2: Yeah, she's like the. the her and Doctor Giro had a kid, and then like the main villain in the film is like his grandson. So the main so, so
1: the main villain he's not the main villain he's like the instrument of the main villain. Um, okay. So uh, let me so let me get the preface for you of this um, the, the synopsis so the red ribbon army is trying to mount a comeback i that's, actually because, like
2: i actually like the red ribbon army i, I like them think,
1: too but this film makes me hate them that's uh, fair I, I i'll tell you I, I why just,
2: i just feel like the fact that they are from the original dragon ball and everything and just their remnants and like their actions have spiraled into some of the biggest events in the dragon ball universe they're very grounded very cool. comparably
1: yeah, AI that's film. why I
2: like Red Ribbon Arm, but please, but they please. suck in
1: this film. So this movie opens on beautiful two D animation that recaps the the Red Ribbon Saga in Dragon Ball, mm. then goes to beautiful. the Cell Saga, explains Doctor Gero. So then through thirty minutes of straight expository dialogue, this is fucking awful, Val. This movie, I honestly, I almost, I want because I had a free ticket. I kind of wanted to walk out. 30 under- minutes of expository dialogue amongst the red ribbon army so fucking repetitive and boring but let me explain the synopsis because they they explain the synopsis so dr Jiro has a grandson and the grandson um is um he's he's a he's a young prodigy genius who has mm-hmm. a bit of a fetish for superheroes and mm-hmm. um but he, but otherwise he's kind of got like a bit of a bad rep. Lots of labs don't want to, Very inconsistent because he has like zombie fucking androids and he kidnaps people and replaces them so they can work at freaking like gas stations. It's simultaneously silly and okay. It's very stupid and funny, but also stupid and like it lacks consistency because we're introduced as this young man to being kind of fiendish and unhinged. Mm-hmm. He proceeds to be very boring and childish, and uh. he's employed by the Red Ribbon Arby's villain, who wants him to make androids to fight The capsule the z fighters.
2: The z, not, not, so
1: that's this is the interesting thing so one of the things i like about this they offer a perspective for once we're actually truly seeing a ground level perspective of capsule corp and the z fighters the z fighters are like cryptids to these people it's not really un- it's uncertain if they really exist and the capsule corp because it's a giant fucking billionaire foundation, is paying people to be quiet about it. So the Red Ribbon Army's going, what are they hiding in there? They're hiding something. Else. And that's what he's <laughs> that's why he's egging on the kid genius. Be like, hey, that's I funny. think these guys are villains. I think they're setting up for an alien invasion. And if you see from their actions from the outs from the outside in, it looks that way. Boma looks like a piece of fucking sh- She looks like the Elon Musk of this world where she's up to some underhanded shit and hiding things. And, yeah, and, you like, you understand what they're trying to do. But, unfortunately, there's just no consistency in the characterizations. And the young genius goes, I just want your money. I know you guys suck, but I want your money so I can build my superhero robots. And they go, all right, agreed. But you also have to make me a new cell. Sure, fine. And that's where I, my eyes glaze over and go, can we move I, on to I, something new? I was going new? to
2: say, they people have been talking about it for ages and frankly of course they were gonna do it because they brought back frieza and i hate so much that they brought back frieza i'm not gonna get too into it because we'll probably mention we're not it going bit, to talk but,
1: about that but a yeah. recent a recent leak yeah uh, free- with frieza and which i just roll my fucking eyes two steps forward a hundred steps no, I, back I, I that's my feeling say, on that and we're not i'm not talking about it
2: all i feel is why do any of you 30 years down the line find this entertaining
1: and they do and they fucking do and that's why they keep doing it and that's why this film keeps doing what it does so keep, I'm gonna keep going um so they make robots and so now after 30 fucking minutes of I wanna fucking kill myself voiced
2: by Zeno Robinson and Alex Lay they do a great job and that and that's not now, sure now
1: I, I I haven't complimented this film in a long time they are great the English dub is awesome um those two characters they play, they're called Gamma 1 and Gamma 2. Mm. Gamma 1's a little bit lean. He's the serious one. Gamma 2, played by Zeno, he's basically a robot hawks. Like, he, he's the cool one. He he loves being a superhero. He's, he's got the charisma. Everyone in the Red Ribbon Army loves him because he's like their big brother and best friend. Mm. These, these two robots as a pair, if we would talk about joined at the hip characters like Teen Go-On, sorry, Teen Goten and Trunks, who are also in this film, I like these two robots better
2: but obviously I think they're pretty sweet see that's what I was going to say I think they're pretty cool yeah I'm sure they are but it's like they fight with guns
1: they have they they, they, they're brawlers they don't have energy beams they fire little blaster guns which stylistically looks really cool again in really well choreographed action that is also animated very well unlike everything else yeah um I like them unfortunately they are heavily underutilized considering the emotional weight they carry at the end. is
2: the main thing, I'm guessing. He's not. He's
1: He's the Twilight. He's the third act. So don't worry about that. Again, why it's so awful, because he's barely a thing. So they come and attack Piccolo. Because, again, they don't know what the Z-Fighters are, but the world remembers King Piccolo. And Mm. they're like, the Capsule Corp is working with King Piccolo. They're colluding together. They're setting up for an alien invasion. We gotta fucking stop them. So from the robot's perspective... The Capsule Corp and Piccolo are the villains, and it's very understandable perspective. Well, it's, cool. it, it actually makes for a good conflict, because- No, that, that,
2: that is, yeah.
1: Because, I mean, tell me, do you think Piccolo is is interested in explaining himself? Fucking no. Probably not. Piccolo's like, uh, what the fuck are you- I don't give a shit, let's fight. And I, and I like that, because that's the shit that I make fun of in our, our abridged parodies of Dragon Ball. But the Z-Fighters are pieces of shit. And now we're actually seeing them get some comeuppance-
2: yeah, I'm just, just a baseball playing nobody.
1: They're a bunch of jocks. They're a bunch of jocks is what they are. What about T and, a- and, and And they don't answer to anyone. And now, But now we have someone to answer to, and it's quite an interesting dynamic. I like it, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Mm. 30 minutes of expo- expository dialogue that's Boring, we get Piccolo training pon. Oh my God, Val. They do Pawn so much justice. They do Piccolo justice. This is Piccolo's movie, by the way. Mm-hmm. This is my favorite thing about this film and why I, I actually, I think I love it. Piccolo is the main character. And I don't think he's ever gotten to be the main character. Ever.
2: It's not Gohan.
1: Gohan's a part of it. Gohan also gets justice. By, basically by proximity of Piccolo, Pon, and Gohan get justice. But I don't want to talk about Pon. She is fucking adorable.
0: She mm. should
1: be the replacement for Goku. I'm fucking serious. Mm. Speaking of Goku and Vegeta, I will address that. Yeah, where Goku are they? Goku and Vegeta are fucking pointless in this film. They well, are there are they for one fight. They are there purely for trailer footage. They're on They're on Beerus's planet. They're training with Broly. So Broly, Lai, and Lemo have moved in with Beerus. And why does Beerus allow this? Because Lemo can cook, and Lemo is sorry. Lemo can cook, and Chi is his type. In their own words. Hmm. Ugh.
2: I remember I heard somewhere where it's like Broly will be the next God of Destruction because obviously nope. Goku would be interested in that. Broly is just there.
1: Broly is a pet. Broly is literally a lab dog. Um. Why is it bro- that
2: in Dragon Ball Z world, like turning a new leaf and whatnot just equals being like? Because they can't write for
1: these characters, because they should just go.
2: It, liked, it was fine for Vegeta, to a point. It like, works for GT, now where Piccolo it currently worked.
1: stands. It, 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 it works for Vegeta, because that's a trope in all of anime. That, oh, the first enemy becomes your begrudging rival ally. He mm-hmm. works because he's a serviceable rival. Piccolo mm-hmm. works because he's actually developed. And in this film, they develop him further through subtext. It's not in the overtext. But subtextually, there's a lot to not on.
2: Do you remember in GT where like the entire Earth was being destroyed, and Piccolo's like, "Hey, Gohan, uh, I'm gonna die now," and Gohan's like, "What the fuck, Mr. Piccolo? Why are you doing this to me?" He's like, "Ah, oh, it's just my time, man. I'm done."
1: Yeah, because <laughs> Do yeah, yeah, that? because, because that's the the writing admitting it has nothing but give. No, so when I was a kid, credits. I
2: actually loved that. I actually loved the fact that Pickle was like, "Man, Gohan, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm I just yeah, it's badass. I
1: mean, it's badass because that's what GT was. It was badass to." for better and worse Um, but so to this movie's credit they give Piccolo more depth and things to do and has a purpose where I'm like Mm -hmm. Piccolo Goku and Vegeta are so fucking pointless in this film they're there for I think about five minutes max they're there for an action fight. they fight each other and then they're gone
2: they fight each Um, other they're just training
1: that's all they're doing and it's worthless Um, Piccolo should be the leader of the Z fighters now I'm fucking serious. He rallies the troops. If this, if if they oh, the put even half the effort that they did here, Super should be about Piccolo and the New Z Fighters. They oh, could the, do. They no, I, they I don't need Goku and Vegeta. No, they I agree. I,
2: I think Dragon Ball Z should really be about them without Goku and Vegeta. The stakes would be higher, and it'd be cool to actually see yes, these yeah, characters a, like a, a, you know coming a, to their a, own.
1: Exactly. No, what you're saying that's this movie, but now we have actual we've said this in the past we keep saying it but now we actually have a concrete written canonical proof that that actually works it works if they want to do it they can do it and it'd be so much better hmm. um so that being said now let me criticize some things so piccolo's whole arc basically after he, he infiltrates the red ribbon army for some fun comedic effect um he kind of makes some friends within the army it's it's i like it um, Piccolo's very funny. Um, so, but actually I'm getting ahead of myself. So he trains with Pon, and Pon has a whole arc of where she's, she's Piccolo's new student and they have a great dynamic. I wish it was just the two of them. Um, they're so funny. She's just precocious as fuck. Um, but she's struggling because she, does, she can't fly. She's like her mother. She, she doesn't quite grasp flying yet. And she's like, I want to shoot laser beams and shit now. And Piccolo's like, you got to learn to fly first. You got to prove to me that you can fly and then we can move on to the cool shit and she's like ah fuck you she goes to school and she's fucking cute and hilarious and uh, she goes to school and the Red Ribbon Army they want to get Gohan's attention they they they, they, they seemingly they, they think they've killed Piccolo but they now they want to get rid of Kohan, so like, okay, we're gonna hold Pon hostage. So Piccolo infiltrates the army and goes with them on the on the um, kidnapping mission. I have and, a and Pon beats the shit out of this huge fucking red ribbon guard, and it's a uh-huh. fucking awesome fight sequence. And so Piccolo goes, "Hey, it's me." We're gonna put you in these fake handcuffs, and we're gonna use you as bait for Gohan. So Gohan grows the fuck up and fights. And I'm like, yeah, let's fucking go. This is fucking funny. This is stupid as shit, but let's fucking do it.
2: So I'm confused. Do the Red Ribbon Robot things or the kid actually believe they are superheroes? Because obviously this they kid do. Is go like to, they do. They
1: generally believe they're the good guys, and the Red Ribbon Army has tricked them.
2: Just a, so, opposed to their weird fucking morals and everything. <clears> and the no weird they morals. Take- they,
1: they they are just desi- they were built to be superheroes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Up
1: up and away, save the day. You're the bad guys. This you guys are alien colluders and you're going to take over the earth. We had to stop you. Okay. And if no one's interested in explaining themselves, cause even Gohan refuses to explain himself. So, as long as they're not explaining themselves... And again, normally in films, that withdrawal of information is stupid. It's like, man, if they just explained themselves, there wouldn't be a problem. But that is so in character for the Z fighters, because they think they're above it all. They're a bunch of fucking pricks. So, they're, get, and they're getting their asses whipped by these robots. They fucking deserve it. And it's a great even fight, but prefacing that, when they realize that there's a new cell on the way, Pickle's like, oh, fuck, ah... Uh, I need more power. Uh, can you make the dragon wish for me to unlock my latent energy back on night? Like, remember when Gohan and uh, Krillin got their latent energy unlocked? Piccolo does this too now. And it's just like, and you're like, can we just earn things? Can we earn things? Piccolo has been training for a long time over the years. This is a time skip, by the way. I- I was uh, like go, and trunks are adults now.
2: No, I know, but, like, Plague of Gripes or something. He's, like, a a, a YouTuber that, like, went into Dragon Ball a bit and everything. But, like, Gohan, like, in the early stages of, like, Dragon Ball Z and everything didn't earn jack shit. No, in in Dragon Ball Z, no, no
1: he trains with Piccolo. He trains with Piccolo. Oh, yeah,
2: he trains with Piccolo, but he also gets... Power up from Kami. Power up from yeah. It's like, that power up from, like that? from
1: Supreme Kami or whatever. So that's yeah. what Piccolo does in this film. And my eyes glaze over. And, and then I'm it's like
2: God, it's like Android God damn it. But they, but they
1: make a joke about it because the dragon goes, "You only had a little bit. Uh, you, you, you the potential you had left, there was only a little bit." Mm. And it, and it's kind of a laugh moment. It's like ah, fuck Piccolo. But then Piccolo in, in unlocks. He's equivalent to Super Saiyan.
2: Why why in, don't they just go? Well, then, just made me really, really fucking powerful. I mean, really, really fucking... More powerful than I could ever have been normally. Because I, I,
1: I, we're not Frieza, because that's the difference between them and Frieza.
2: But that's it's stupid. It's, it's,
1: it's, it's hypocritical. It's absolutely hypocritical. It's um, but so, anyways, so stupid. So, Piccolo does, in the middle of the fight, untap into his little something extra, as, as um, Shenron calls it, and he becomes Orange Piccolo. He literally calls it Orange Piccolo. But, as stupid as it sounds, it's actually really fucking sick. And the... The music in this movie is fucking incredible. The no, soundtrack's I, I was awesome. happy.
2: I was happy. And so, when, when, I wait, found wait, out. when Orange
1: Piccolo comes, Val, it's like fucking up It's like, it's scary. Like, when he shows up, again, because from the Red Ribbon Army's perspective, they're the bad guys. Piccolo looks like a fucking villain. Hmm. He goes orange. Well, you already, He comes buff orange. He just towers over fucking guys. And the music's going, oh, no, no. And it's <laughs> fucking frightening. And it's like, wow. Piccolo's the coolest fucking character. Piccolo stands. you are eating good in this film.
2: Yeah, no, I I thought it was cool when I found out that Piccolo had a fucking new form, because frankly... Way I'm better than sick. the
1: Super Saiyan God shit. All the new Super Saiyan shit, fucking stupid in comparison to Orange Piccolo. Orange Piccolo is fucking badass, because uh, the way it complements his weird little stretching and growth powers, because he uses that... He's the most unique fighter in the Z-Fighters, and so his new transformation is very complimentary. He stands out more. It's really cool. I like it. I hope he doesn't get any more transformations. But he will. Because, you know, that's just that's just Dragon Ball. That's the power creep of the Dragon Ball franchise.
2: To be honest, the only Dragon Ball movie I want is, I don't know, Krillin trying to save fucking Android 18 or something and using Kaioken. Give Krillin Kaioken, for fuck's sake.
1: Krillin gets some do in this film. He's a cop. He's still a cop. That sucks. But he does fine. get to do he get, he gets to throw a destructo disc a in, the, in, the, in the climax.
2: He gets a destructo disc.
1: He gets to, he gets to do a destructo disc. This movie's fan service. It gives uh-huh. everyone what they want.
2: That's good. Wait, um, but, um, what, but otherwise, uh, Goten
1: and Trunks are also there. They're fucking useless they, they they they're teenagers now, so now they're fucking useless. Just like GT. What um, about you? They do the fusion dance. Oh, okay. They're fat Go Tanks, and it's for comedic of fat But he gets a couple good shots in. Um, hmm. But I'm getting ahead of myself once more. So like I said, they fight Gohan's pissed, um, Piccolo and Pan pretend to yeah. be hostages to get Gohan all pissed. Gohan gets his ass whooped and Piccolo's like, "Man, I fucking believe you. I know you're a fucking fuck up, but I still believe in you." And then after they have they get their misunderstandings out of the way, um says, then they unlock Max and it's called taxes. it's called Maximum it's called Maximum Cell. So it's 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 not Perfect Cell, it's that form before that. But a giant oh, kaiju version. He mm-hmm. literally does the multi lasers like Shin Godzilla. They literally rip that off.
0: Okay. They they do
1: they do the laser carousel from Shin Godzilla. But um so it's literally this so it's it's Piccolo, Gohan, Pan, the hero, the superhero robots, um Android sixteen, um Android Krillin, 16? Bulma, and, um the, the blonde one. Oh, 18. 18 yes 18 it's android 18 all against maximum cell maximum cell has no personality he's just a kaiju he's just a monster that we had an empty monster we have to fight again presents great opportunities for piccolo because they're both very weird monster guy fighters so that's great though it gets really bad one of the robot heroes sacrifices themselves it's actually quite emotional it's the cool one number two that everyone likes but -hmm. unfortunately they're just not on camera long enough to get the maximum effect of that emotional beat it's a shame because again they're very likable um so then all that's left is gohan and piccolo's like bro i've always believed in you i know there's something more you can do and so piccolo's holding off Maxim cell and he's like i want your best give me your best attack i will wait i will hold maximum cell for as long as i can and so gohan's powering up and he's like all right i'm ready and piccolo goes no farther okay piccolo i'm ready farther piccolo's like dying and he's like no go fucking further bitch and so gohan becomes they don't give it a name but it may as well just be super saiyan 5 I
2: heard it, was it, looks like it looks ridiculous it looks like any,
1: it looks like the super saiyan 5 that every middle schooler made in their brains back in the day <laughs> it's not special but what is fucking special is... It never is Go- special. Gohan does the special beam cannon. And it is fucking sick. That's pretty cool. That is uh, that is such a, like, ribbon bow on his relationship with Piccolo. Amazing. And he saves the day with just the crispest fucking special beam cannon.
2: And he picks up the and... And Piccolo's and- like, Jesus. how'd you yeah,
1: learn yeah, yeah, that like- move? I've never seen you use that move. And, Pic- and Gohan's like... I haven't done much training, but when I do, that's the one I practice. And you're like, I clutch my heart. Oh fuck! I love these guys. Why can't Super just be about this trio, the Gohan, Pon, and, and Piccolo trio? They're so good. My fans just and,
2: like, it should just be about the humans at this. Point. Yeah, and, and so
1: and so I talk about the subtext. So the, the, the subtext is the fact that this subtextually, this is about Piccolo's disappointment in Gohan, because Gohan and Videl are so busy they can't even pick up Pon from school. That's why Pan gets kidnapped, and Pan's all sad. Like, so she doesn't say it outright, but you could tell that mm-hmm. out of everyone, she's the most disappointed in her father, because she asks, she goes, "Piccolo, you're, you said my dad's the strongest one, right?" And he's like, "Yeah," and Pan's like, "Yeah." Like, you, they don't, they don't marry it in too long, because this is mostly a stupid action film, but you, but the heart of this film is Piccolo and Pan's disappointment in Gohan. It's like he's not available. He's so wrapped him in his research and goku and vegeta are just gone wait what does they're he not do? here anymore what does Gohan? Actually so who's do? gonna defend the planet while they're away all that pressure is on piccolo and what do they make piccolo do he's got to protect the world and be pons nanny nanny <laughs> um it- it's frustrating and you uh, and he voices his frustrations with gohan and there's some good familial drama in this film hmm. doesn't last long but it's good, and I'm like, wow. Again, between the perspective of Capsule Corp being the villain and go and Gohan and Pan and Piccolo's relationship and how they're all disappointing each other, they're they're finally biting on some actual good story now. And I hope this is I hope this is a sign of good things to come. I hope this is a sign of improvement. Know, if I if if we're gonna use 3D, if 3D is the price to get some good story, I'm all for it. Um, but unfortunately what speaking of the story though that first the, 30 minutes is fucking unbearable
2: what happens to the Red Ribbon Army in the end then
1: um they all die uh they, they, they all they, die they, what? They, their, their leader dies the, 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 the fucking so that, that hero kid who's the, who's the unhinged scientist he does kill him
0: and it's Are like oh yeah him? I am
1: kind of a fucking bad guy because he's okay. like, you used me to make maximum cell, and I didn't want maximum cell. I have my hero robots. You're a bad guy. Now I'm going to kill you because that's what heroes do, apparently. Again, just so wildly inconsistent. Mm hmm. But yeah, the Red Ribbon Army just gets fucking obliterated. They, they, they die. I mean, I mean, who knows? Maybe he didn't actually die. Maybe he just fucking passed out. They, it, we, it did, might... we just don't see... We did, we, we see the guy, quote-unquote, getting killed, and then we don't see him
2: again. So. It might sound boring, but quite frankly, I think Dead the, in thing the thing one Dragon sense. Ball Z does the absolute worst is space. Space shit in Dragon Ball Z is boring. It's poo. I don't give a shit about it. I prefer everything that goes on on Earth. Over anything that they do when it comes to space shitting Dragon Ball Z.
1: Yeah, but this, but this is so this so is a domestic. I was this hoping, is a, yeah. So this is a domestic side. I was hoping that saga. the Red
2: Ribbon Army would at least continue on and just bankroll everything that then happens like in the future.
1: That's what they were doing. Like they, they basically like the whole thing is like they they set up a, like a like a front. Like, it's a pharmaceutical company. hmm And um, they and they're just quietly waiting for their time to come back. And the fact that Goku and Vegeta are just gone. And 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 now they they've got that scientist on their team. They're like, all right, time to bring the Red Ribbon Army back. Let's fucking go. But yeah, at the it. end, they all get obliterated by Maximum Cell. So it's it, it's it, it is what it is. But I'm sure they'll be back another day. I mean, what's this like the fifth fucking time the Red Ribbon Army's fucking died and been disbanded? Mm. They'll they'll lick their wounds and they'll be a new leader for another day. Um, and it ends with that unhinged scientist joining Capsule Corp. To make them, so the rich Bulma gets richer,
2: of course.
1: Uh, Bulma fucking sucks in this movie.
2: <laughs> Why does she suck?
1: She she's just she's just I mean I mean she's in character. It's just like if I she's not actually that, gonna I mean, do if she's not actually gonna do anything. If she's basically Bulma's Bulma is better with Goku and Vegeta. She should be in the in the Goku Vegeta camp. Okay, she's so one of the fairness, jo- she's one of the jockish assholes. She needs to all be fairness, on that. Bulma
2: camp. hasn't been that entertaining in fucking ages.
1: She's good. Now, I find her to be very entertaining in most of Super. Like, again, when she's when she's the trio, the trio being Goku, Vegeta, and her, that's a good trio. But in terms of this outer supporting Z-Fighter group, she's a piece of shit. She's boring. Um, it's funnier when she sticks up to the, the big bad guys. Here, she doesn't do that. She's just fucking messing around. She's being r- r- lazy and rich. Um, but I just, like, I, I think I, we've hit, like, the half-hour mark. I feel like I've said my piece on this. So, like, overall, like, my final thoughts...
2: You seem to enjoy it more than you dislike it.
1: I enjoy it more than I dislike it. It's a solid 6.5 out of 10. But for the Taliban or the anime community, I'll give it a 10 out of 10. So I can sleep peacefully at night. So, that's it. That's all I had to say. I'm never going to watch it again, but I very much... I, I, I appreciate the experience I had, especially because it was for free.
2: Worried that the Dragon Ball C, the fans were going to put a fatwa on you.
1: No, they didn't. I give it a 10 out of 10. You can't, you can't do nothing. It's a 10 out of 10. It's a 10 <laughs> out of 10. Sorry. That's a, that's a number you like. You, 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 you're you all about power levels, right? Kids? No, no, no. no. they like an out 10. over
2: 9,000, my friend. Sure, an
1: over 9,000 out of 10. Whatever you, whatever you want. Whatever you want, baby. Whatever you want. I just don't want you to cry. and get sad i'd hate to upset a 40 year old um so now let's go be- let's catch up on the manga this week
2: start with chainsaw man
1: let's start with chainsaw man so denji's back
2: fuck yeah As and he guess what everyone
1: gets to have their cake and eat it too because he's back but it's more like they treat him like a cryptid run around in the background which mm-hmm. i think is amazing i love that
2: and i like that too
1: he gets one panel at the end, but otherwise he's just in the background. Again, we're watching from we're watching Denji from another perspective, just like in, in Dragon Ball Superheroes. It's like Denji kind of looks unhinged from the outside looking. If you if you if you're looking at him from the outside, he kind of looks like a piece of shit. And so you get more you get more understanding with our protagonist uh, Asa and uh, and her and her um, her other half Yoru. Um, Stina mentioned in our comments that Asa and Yoru means morning and night. Mm-hmm. So that's the that's the thing they're going with, and I, I I quite adore that too. I think that's quite that's quite cute. Um, but yeah, so the bad demon, they're just running. It, basically, that entire chapter is just. Oh, I should say it's not just action. They uh, so it, it again the cinephile that Fujimoto is. The chapter is called "Save the Cat," which in writing is a fundamental in writing. If um, and when in doubt, if you want to endear your audience uh to your character, make them save a cat. Or mm. to equivalent, save a small animal, save a person. Do some kind of even if it's a subtextual form of rescue. If your protagonist does that in the opening pages of your script, you have a solid script. You have a solid grasp on an approachable, likable protagonist. And so Fujimoto weaponizes this concept. Save the cat. Saving the cat actually has multiple purposes, has multiple meanings. He wants to subvert save the cat. And in, in many ways. So Asa has a flashback where she has saved a cat at the cost of tripping and falling and causing her mother to die during a devil accident. Mm-hmm. And that's her superhero origin. That's her saving the cat. And Asa learns from this experience where she sees her friend who uh, who borrowed her shoe lying on the ground. And she goes, oh, fuck. Do I save that cat? Bad things happen when I try to save the cat. And then she thinks that it and goes, fuck that. Saving the cat is important. So she saves her friend and they escape, but they're about to die. Boom, in comes Denji Chainsaw Man. Saves you know them. You she
2: trips, she trips, she, yeah, she trips. trips. Yeah, she and she's like, fuck, trips. That's she always go- trips. But yeah. Denji
1: saves her, and then this, this, this other devil goes, ha ha ha, Chainsaw Man, why are you working to protect the humans? You're a devil just like me. Well, if you love the human so much, raises a car full of old people and a bike with a young man, you have a choice. Save this five old people or fucking uh, or or lose this young life full of potential drops them they both fucking die and Chainsaw Man appears he kills the fucking demon and out from the rubble he rises with the cat in his hands and goes bro there was a cat too (laughs) 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 and suddenly saving the cat looks kind of fucked and and Asa sees this Asa sees that Denji lets Six people fucking die over a cat. Willingly, with no remorse. So, saving the cat has been subverted. Fujimoto is a fucking genius. He has used save the cat trope to turn Denji firmly into our antagonist. So, that way, that there was no hinge of doubt, all these people in the comments are like, oh, I'm waiting for Denji to come back and take over the series. I don't like Asa, she's not the hero. It's like, bro, I'm sorry, but Denji's the new antagonist of Chainsaw Man chainsaw man is the title of the of the series and the name of the antagonist now and now you have shown it this is fucking awesome and it's also a great callback to power because remember power always said save mm. the cat as well this is fucking how do you feel about this chapter because i think this is the best chapter so far uh
2: like I, said, I i i think i mentioned to you the other day where i was like i'm i'm excited for this because i feel like uh big beefy chapter two we're going every v... two weeks now oh yeah true oh wow
1: here, it sucks, but if that if that means a healthy Fujimoto who's going to give us, like, nearly 60-page chapters every two weeks, fair enough. That is completely fair.
2: It may it, it makes me wonder about two things. One, is Asa going to be the person that Denji isn't, obviously, because Denji has a fucked-up childhood. Denji doesn't really have that much of a value for human life when you get down to it. He has a because value for ba- he barely for sees himself life. as human. Yeah. While Asa has lived at least up to a point a regular life with a mother who obviously cared about her and even sacrificed herself not yeah. not intentionally sacrificed herself but at least put herself in more danger by stopping to save her daughter and spur her on to keep on running so yes. it's obvious that Asa has that kind of morality set in Asa her, is more though... human this is
1: why I like Asa as a protagonist I love Genji too
2: mm-hmm. no, but I sorry.
1: also highly love Asa because even from the very beginning she was always prevented as more human more approachable more to empathize with
2: the question is is how is Yoru going to then do this
1: temptation it's temptation like, again this is venom this is literally just venom mm. this is all this is and that's fine that works and and, and Yoru is going to be kind of this she, she's like the Id, the ego that fucking Asa has to fight she's the temptation it's like you, you gotta run saving the cat has never served you well yoru presents very i talked about this with um jutsu kaisen where the villain another villain is inside itagaki mm-hmm. and that presents the most conflict yoru gives asa ever 100 percent always present conflict that's also what makes asa so fucking interesting she Agreed. has always got the villain inside her always tempting her and going saving the cat has never served you well let that girl die actually no in fact kill that girl make her a weapon she served her purpose and now let's get to fighting and chainsaw man's there too what better time to finally do this let's get our fucking revenge let's go and asa goes i gotta save the cat i gotta make a choice and so he presents asa with these opportunities to be better to be great Hmm. to bump into conflict i love this set i love this setup so much I love Chainsaw Man, Part Two, so fucking much. I love Part yeah. One. I love Part Two. I am so confident. I, I said it before. I trust Fujimoto. I am all in on this ride. This is gonna be awesome. No dead chapters. They're all great.
2: <laughs> I'm looking forward to the next chapter too. I. Is there anything that? I thought it was pretty cool i was like confused my internet was like fucked when i initially tried to read this so and it was like oh chainsaw man saved everyone from a cockroach devil because mine was like not loading pages in and it would like skip into the end and i was like wait it's probably the, the thing bad.
1: is you're probably watching while the fucking site's going down because that people are overloading what? people that's the only place you can read chainsaw man right now because they've got they've got the leakers dead to rights right now they, 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 they know, and they're like, we release on Tuesdays, motherfucker. These are international simultaneous simultaneous releases. There will be no leaks, motherfucker. But because of that, their servers are getting overloaded. Everyone's reading it all at once. So, like, I, I literally sit there, because I'm always at the hospital when Chainsaw Mind comes out, and about, like, 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning, I will literally go to the bathroom and sit there and reload on my phone until it goes, so I can read it immediately before it goes down.
2: I'm just hoping they can it really, like, because if Asura is going to be a hero with Yoru as the power behind it then it's like how are you going to convince yoru and how are you going to convince me that yoru can do this
1: and now this is what i think it might start turning to venom so how how can asa tempt yoru in return that's now it's time for the rebuttal that's what that's what's next val mm-hmm. now it's like all right so now how does asa learn to control yoru because so far it seemed like yoru's in power and i'm sure there's going to be much more bids in conflicts of power with yoru it's this is be just like the a beginning. Classic cult beginning but i do want to see asa's rebuttal now because we know fear. We know fear is part of it.
2: Yeah.
1: So we'll see what's next. But yeah, <laughs> I, again, it just it, the potential is there. There's so much potential because the structure is so sound.
2: Mm. That's
1: what happens when you do things right. That's what happens when you save the cat, motherfuckers. <laughs> Prime example, what happens when you save the cat? It, it presents a lot of interesting things, especially when you're like Fujimoto and you're a genius and you make the most. When you grind and knob on every single bit of that cat, every piece of the cat the term is every piece of the buffalo now we use every piece of the cat hm. Ooh, oh my gosh Chainsaw Man has me so excited uh, but any other thoughts before we move on to uh, My Hero Academia
2: I think you pretty much covered it all
1: so this week got my, Hyper- my Hero Academia
2: Val, I've, I've never been I've never been excited just for it. leaks
1: I sat there refreshing my phone on like Wednesday night for the leaks and then the leaks didn't come I'm like fuck I, I I had to know. So is Bakugo dead?
2: What do you think? I mean, they, they straight up say his heart is literally torn to shreds. Also, the bit that I actually loved about this is um, he looks dead. He, he does look dead. Literally, best genius there. Like, no, his heart has like been torn to shreds. What the fuck? And then you got um, Ma, what's his name? The guy, the guy who's currently like holding back Shigaraki with uh,
1: um, Mirko. No,
2: no, 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 no. Talking guy, about Dobby. No, 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 no! The guy with the tears. The guy with the tears. Uh, uh, the the water in his oh,
1: eyes. Oh, Manama! Monoma's Monoma, like you, you,
2: son of a bitch! You said this would be a perfect victory.
1: What the fuck? Yeah, devastating, yeah. Devastating. Heart clutched.
2: Although it does bring up the thing that like does make me go, and eh, like Bakugo's okay, and it always has been the case, in which every other character needs to needed to instill in us from the very beginning that Bakugo is still cool, or at least inspiring in the way that he goes about things literally from day one even when Bakugo is at his worst people are always going oh but Bakugo is super talented and cool and like really because he pisses them off
1: he pisses them off so much they want to do better it's great it's a great again Bakugo is such a good point of conflict he uh, that's why that's the reason why he's the number one in the character pools.
2: i would say he's the most interesting character because he presents the most conflict, conflict into he fights the story. everyone
1: including no, his own allies he
2: doesn't bring conflict though he's like just a fucking side note
1: He antagonizes them. He mocks them. He mocks them to be better.
2: Actually brings in antagonization into the story. Bakugo has never actually been a. He wasn't. No, he wasn't antagonist at the beginning of the story. He was the bully. Remember? No, he was the bully, but he's never actually caused. That's antagonism within the story. He was
1: like Deku, you can't be in Mm -hmm. Hero Academia because I'm the Hero Academia. Get fucked. And then they had that exercise, and
2: oh, yeah, I mean, and, it, and that face, was his turning point. Early Bakugou was an antagonist. the school, he has never actually been an antagonist, except- He has been an antagonist ta- no, in the, fe- the school. No, during the school festival, they talked so time much time shit about Bakugou. Was when it was with Uraraka, and everyone was like, fuck you, Bakugou, fuck you. How could you hit a girl? How could you? It's 2016, you piece exactly. of shit.
1: Again, it's about perspective. From their perspective, he is absolutely antagonist.
2: There's only been two times, but when he, he has still caused trouble inspires in them. The story that is one. You are the correct. He, you're correct. He, he his conflict,
1: kidnapped. his conflict inspires positive change. Hmm. That, that is what we're, that's what we're getting at. That's what we're. Bu- 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 yeah, but it's what into I'm saying about. Is, it's
2: the expository dialogue of. Oh, but Bakugo's still fucking cool. Everyone always says how cool Bakugo is.
1: In a way, yeah.
2: Yeah, that's 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 my like biggest issue with Bakugo throughout the story. It's still, you know, I'm not I'm not one of these people that's like, you know, oh yeah, I mean yeah, the fact that they dead. hate them,
1: but they also can't get their they can't get off their fucking crush from him. I agree. Yes. Yeah. I precisely. agree. They still crush super hard on him because I yeah. fucked you, and that's Absolutely. and that's how I talk it to the audience about it too. When they when they all make up their bullies in high school and they inflict that upon Bakugo, I'm like, bro, you love him. Shut up. The, I'm kind it was, of this, shocked. This, the, the chapter leaks. The leaks on Twitter were were trending even before the leaks actually came out, like right. 24, 40 hours beforehand, because I get people it. love Bakugo so fucking much.
2: I I have to say the thing that like confuses me is like I mean um, erase ahead. Did it? Uh, maybe, maybe I'm forgetting shit. Eraserhead seems the most. No, no, obviously it's best genius, but Eraserhead is like the second. Because he loves all his kids. He loves
1: all his kids, but Bakugo is his favorite.
2: (laughs) Uh, Fair enough then. Because that's Um, the one he's
1: like, oh man, that one's got the high SAT scores. He's the one that keeps our school funded.
2: I mean, uh, I I I'm happy that like the villains. That's our
1: money. That's our. I'm
2: kind of happy that the villains are bucking back. Like it's a hard fucking buck right here. Like Darby's not down for the count, which it's like. Well, you We knew told that us was coming. A while ago. I, I genuinely thought he was down because it's like so and much. And he's like, I passed.
1: copied your technique. I've been training off camera all this time. Shut up, AFO. Shut up, all for one. I don't care. But that being said, if we if we were afraid that fight went too quickly, well, here's part two. Get yeah. ready. Somehow we're gonna somehow he's gonna wind up fighting Endeavor. Somehow. I,
2: like, I'll, I'll say this. Maybe it's the bias in me. But I feel like One Piece does the at least panning to a new scene better than this has because I just thought Once, One Darby's Piece does done. everything better than we everyone. Haven't, what are you talking we haven't. We have. <laughs> we haven't seen what else Darby is or or um, uh, Shoto for like weeks. Yeah, that that fight's fucking done. How long ago was it that yeah, it was that like, It was like
1: five years ago.
2: It feels like fucking ages ago. So I am genuinely like, I thought that fight was done, and now it's come back, and it's like, oh no, it's just the buck. And that guy with, like, the horned, like, uh, headband thing is dead. Absolutely. Uh, Darby has just completely fucking destroyed him. There's no coming back from that. Um, uh, What's her name? Rabbit Lady has been, like, reduced to... Yeah, Mirko is seemingly just completely done. Like, you know, she's, like, lost an arm. She's just being, like fucking manhandled upside down and everything although i like the bit where it's like no this is my fault i should have fucking killed you immediately you should if have killed I you in fucking... the womb baby Hitler. yeah <laughs> that'll be the sequel it'll be like the dr stone sequel with time travel or something we're going back in time and killing shigaraki and all might's doing it himself like i'm yeah. gonna cut the code myself
1: but yeah so basically now we're at so now we're on the twilight of the soul moment of this battle is what we're at the villains are like yeah we planned everything also it, it, those it who really were complaining about all for one knowing everything skeptic was here too
2: i'm so gonna, oh i fucking got all our about,
1: bases covered
2: i'm surprised that i have ever actually should i think? no i'm surprised that i have everyone in the fucking uh revolutionary whatever it was called front or whatever uh what was it supernatural i don't even know why it was called the supernatural or something like that I remember that bit always confused me but I'm surprised he has like remained around the longest but I guess he when you think about it has the most skill to offer and here's what's pissing me off all this is going down what the fuck is going down with Ochako and Froppy on the fucking island I have genuinely been looking forward to that bit it's been
1: five years they're probably dead now
2: I want to know what the fuck is going on it's like the villains are Bucky, I don't even know what's going on over there I understand like we'll get there for we'll get back there it just, it, it feels, I don't know, it feels There's a lot really going on, remember, like... remember, fucking
1: Ayama and, and Fatgum are in the Children of the Corn maze with one of the assassins, too.
2: Oh, fuck, I, I literally forgot about that.
1: There's a lot, there's a lot still going on.
2: Yeah, and it's like, isn't this supposed to end, like, in March or something? I discussed
1: this last week, I discussed this last week, it's not ending. It's not ending, it's gonna be no. a while. Mangaka had terrible time, even, even someone like Horikosha who's rushing to the finish line right now, he still has too many pieces in play. It's not going to happen.
2: Yeah, but it's like, what if? What if he does just decide? now yeah, I'll just send it off screen. It's like, you know, Chaka, like, you know, I mean, he can't do that to, um, uh, what's her face, Blood Girl, uh, Toga, Toga, thank you. He can't do that to Toga, because frankly, she does have the, out of all the villains, to be honest, at this point she's probably at the top of my list of like yeah no I I, I I, like can like sympathize the most with her and I want to like know how her story ends the most we all know Darby's a lost cause he has to die Shigaraki is definitely on the fucking road to being like fucking forgiven and him and fucking Midoriya are gonna come together and they're gonna defeat all for one as like you know the child who was fucking like ignored by hero society and Midoriya, who's like literally the fucking opposite of him and like recognized by All Might and shit like that I fucking get it you know, I, I, yep. I'm just, I'm so, and then it's like the reveal of All For One's face. It's like, yeah, you should have dropped that. I've said it before. You've said it. They should have dropped that fucking like cover of Shonen Jump. Why was that now? cover
1: so soon? Yeah. I still understand what the pl- what the plans was because I've seen the other cover since then. Besides a couple of fucking One Piece fucking uh, Detective Coding crossovers. We still had plenty of weeks before that happened. Uh, mm. I could have waited, waited even some time after. didn't have to be right now.
2: Yeah, they they must have know. just had
1: nothing for that particular week, and they just. I also forgot. To
2: Ida's here. Is Ida gonna do something? That'd be cool. You know, I bet. He Stain did. He is did. Help.
1: Next to nothing in that part fight. So yeah, I think maybe this is Ida's opportunity to do something.
2: S- no, Stain is gonna help. This is my guess. Please, Stain's- I would love to see Stain. Stain is gonna turn up. I need over- Ida has to set aside his grudge for Stain. I forget again. He 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 crippled Ida's brother. Right? He's not dead.
1: Yeah, Stain cripples brother.
2: Yeah, I always get confused between. The- so you, yeah, you want a begrudging
1: team up? <laughs> I, All right, yeah, I'm down I, for that.
2: I, I, I'm guessing a begrudging team up is gonna happen. Ida's gonna be there, obviously. Uh, uh Shoto's gonna be there. Cause wait, was no, it was just Midoriya and Ida who took down Stain. When Ida was super fucking cool. Yeah,
1: Todoroki was there as well.
2: God, that's been so long. So it was one of the begrudging- best
1: arcs. It was one of the best arcs.
2: Yeah, absolutely going to be a begrudging team remember. up. Uh, these kids are probably going to take out these fucking all-for-one agents or whatever that are in like the refugee area. I don't fucking know how that's going to go down. Um, I don't know. I'm I, I'm admittedly not really feeling this chapter very much to be honest. This chapter, like no, cool this stuff. this chapter
1: was a, well. I'll, I'll say right now, great chapter so far. Arts looks great. This is devastating, but. We were shown nothing. This was this was Harkoshi going. Bakugo's dead, in quotes. Because and now ev- here's and my crackpot everyone, theory.
2: And everyone's feeling it.
1: Now segue to the other fights. But here's my So here's my crackpot theory. Go on. So genus i think genus is full of shit i think i think this is an act i think him and bakugo plan this and Genus is like okay i'm gonna pretend that you're dead oh god he's dead Oh, the humanity and he's stitching and right now he's stitching his heart back together with his threads
2: no he's just like bakugo pretend to be dead i've done i have done this for literal months yeah no, no 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 and
1: le, no legitimately yes so i think right now he's stitching bakugo's heart back together and i think this is when the nitroglycerin comes into play audience we're bringing your theory back because I if he can f- sew that heart back together and get the nitro in his sweat, we might have one of the dumbest things Horikoshi's ever done, and it'll be fucking hilarious.
2: Just do the fucking time travel shit. I don't care. Fuse fucking Aryans. Well, how can he time travel?
1: Jesus. He's fucking Marikura. dead.
2: I don't fucking know. It's fucking dumb. I just, just keep, I do, I'm not one of the people that wants Bakugo to be dead. I don't love the character by any means. But I also don't hate him to the extent but if like if you've killed him and you've made a point that his heart has been torn to fucking shreds please leave him in the fucking ground and let him be the martyr or something that resurrects Hero Society like it's gonna fucking happen but it does bring up the stuff that you like a lot though about how like Hero Society is like you know fundamentally fucked. but that's literally been like the entire fucking series
1: yep so that's all we gotta say about this week of My hero academia alright nothing really happened uh, let's no. move on Finally, it's a to buck. One
2: Piece, it, 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 the the power sh- shift is real, and and now like you know we'll, we knew we'll it was gonna
1: happen. Happens. That's the rebuttal,
2: yeah. precisely. So
1: One Piece today, this week we have the finale of Wano. Wano has ended.
2: Not much actually happens in this chapter.
1: No, it was just a capper. It was just a period dot.
2: Yeah. Nothing really happened.
1: It was a big chapter though.
2: And so yeah, it was neat and, I... and nothing we didn't know.
1: Yama Yamato's not gonna be on the main no. fucking group someone someone has to pilot Pluton.
2: hmm And so like to you be know, Yamato. I, I remain like, you know, pr- proud with the fact that I am so fucking good at guessing some of this shit. <laughs> yeah, you've been uh, you've been you've it, been on
1: fire lately.
2: Nah, it, but it has just been like it, it was just too obvious. It it it, it was annoying for me because yes. it's like i just want it to be like j- yamato just fucking say like uh, the admiral fight now nah, i gotta fucking stay man these people fucking need me i'll i'll come join you guys later or something and they don't even i i thought because i read the scans and i was reading like the descriptions because i was so like it, it's it's decided now am i wrong am i right does he join does he not join and it's like no i was right he doesn't join but it was just so infuriating to me how much they were, like, you know, just messing around with, like, Oh, I'm gonna join the Clue. Uh, take it up with Luffy. Uh, oh, uh, I'm gonna go live how Odin lives. Go on, then. G- Tell me how G- Odin G- fucking Jinbei. lives.
1: Jinbei's like, boat's full. Sorry, bro. Yeah.
2: Nah, he, like I said, <laughs> only one flag flies on this ship. And it's like, whoa, Jinbei. The fucking <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jinbei, what? When you talk about the trans flag, Jinbei? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> they, he's like Jinbei nah, uh, yeah. it. like, um, so, after, you, after your talk about casual racism with who's who we expected better from you we
1: expected better from Jinbei <laughs> speaking of casual racism what's that fucking uh, race called the coral something are born to burn
2: <laughs> yes oh that was actually a fucking dope line holy shit
1: oh my gosh I that was pushing some people off on twitter
2: Kurazumi means charcoal they were born to burn fuck
1: holy fuck
2: uh, no, it's it's great, Okay, relax. Like Odin, you know, it wouldn't be Odin if it wasn't boiled, it's was like, nah man, you were made to fucking burn. Oh, Fuck. uh, I, I fucking loved that actually. That was so good. Um and let me let me just say it's always nice to get these like nice farewell bits, but I was admittedly taking a bit of back and like, hmm, because they had to go into and I understand it, this has been this is the end of the ten year in the making fucking battle an adventure ten year that the making, 10 years uh, in the making. The, the, the arc by itself, the arc by itself was over
1: four years.
2: Yeah. It, it, so, and,
1: and, with, with with six prior years of setup. So, but that being said, the fact that we actually had flashbacks in the manga, what is this, the fucking anime?
0: <laughs> I can hear that music, you know,
1: the doo, 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 doo. <laughs> you know the flashback music you know yeah. i can hear it in my fucking head do, do, do. through this chapter yeah
2: the the the, the, the leitmotif for fucking uh, the main theme do, 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 do. no that's not
1: the one that, that's the one i heard it was the it was the other one the more upbeat one where it's just flashback music do do oh. do do
2: do do, do. Ah, uh, yeah, no, yeah. fair enough. I know it's the, the other one. one. That's the one yeah. I was hearing throughout. I, this yeah, I am thinking more of the leitmotif of like sad. But yeah, I know what you're talking are. about. Yeah, I love sad. Now, I'm talking about the one
1: that the anime abuses when, when they have to show fucking, uh, fucking. Uh, who's that giant that you hang out with, uh, Robin? Oh, Steve Jaguar D Soul.
2: Them. What's that? Jaguar D Soul.
1: Yeah, Jagger Duarte's soul, who dies like fucking twelve times an episode during the fucking uh, Right. <laughs> the fucking uh, impel down da- not Impel Down, the fucking Ennis lobby fucking arc.
2: Oh, uh, you know, I actually did do, and I wanted to mention earlier, I actually I actually uh finished Fire Punch. Oh, you did. I did. Weird I would save one. that
1: for another time. I would save oh, no, that, that for another Oh no, absolutely, time, absolutely. Though. I'm
2: not gonna talk about it now. But weird one i i i thought it was good but it was like also like man chainsaw man mm. is such a major improvement upon his work i feel
1: exactly that's what that was my issue is just it felt like a step back but like you know we, we could back. talk about that
2: ne- next week or something, or something. if want. Yep. If it's a slow week we'll we'll talk but, about no, but it, it's Punch. interesting
1: that you bring that up because mappa has expressed interest in also animating that as well
2: i'm not surprised i mean they they, they honestly they should make a movie about it instead they
1: basically have the handshake rights to it now basically i, by, I would the say fact that they walked in and asked for chainsaw man and they got it now they're like, "Fuck it, we have, we we state claim." Basically, the point of that statement was to tell other studios, "No, we get yeah. all of Fujimoto's work. Good fucking luck." I kind of, I'm hate like, that Mappa. was a big dick move.
2: Yeah. Holy fuck! I kind of hate Mappa.
1: That, like I said, big dick. But I'll be honest, kind of an emphasis on the dick.
2: I mean, th- that's you know, a, were- that's
1: that's a monopoly move.
2: They did that, one like, season like, through
1: through sheer intimidation. They're like other anime studios. Stay the fuck away. We don't have official deals, but we we will do all of Fujimo's work back the fuck off. And it's like kind of a dick move. Could you yeah, finish it. Attack on Titan first?
2: Yeah, and it's like... I would One make Punch a m-
1: Man season three also fire confirmed. Punch? Is that gonna be Maple? Oh punk?
2: yeah, no. <laughs> uh, here's my, th- here's what I'd say though. If they were gonna make D a movie was of like, Fire Fuck, Punch,
1: they're gonna get fucking Studio Gonzo on this shit. If they were gonna make
2: a, fi- <laughs> if they were gonna make anything Fire Punch, make it a movie, it would honestly do better if they trimmed the fucking fat.
1: I agree.
2: Yeah, it, it, in my personal opinion, I still liked it. There's a lot of cool stuff to it, but it's like, man, it, it's also just a lot of really unnecessary stuff, and it's like. You know how we talk about where it's like, Fujimoto will kill anyone. And it's like, yeah, no, this is just him introducing people and then, like, just immediately getting rid of them. But that is neither here or there. I, I like this chapter, but once again, barely anything actually happened. It, it Like you said, it is it is the full stop. It is just the end of the, the chapter. The chapter's
1: literally called the fucking curtain call. It's literally yeah. the final curtain. The yeah. curtain literally draws close at the end. We're just kind of saying our full goodbyes. You can hear the music in your head, the welling up, as mm. they rush over the waterfall to go their separate ways. Goodbye, Traffy. You will not be fucking missed now. I fucking... fucking, What a fucking... uh,
2: I... Downgrade. Any of you watching this, you probably already know my opinions of Traffy. He ruins, like, every fucking fight by being incompetent. The reverse
1: Midori, I've said it again millions of times. He just... The more he's on screen, the less of him we get. He just gets lost...
2: I, I literally, honestly... He's less of
1: a character before... He, he was more of a character before... He's, than he, was after. he
2: shined the most in Dressrosa and Punk Hazard. In Punk Hazard, he was the anti-hero. The absolute yes. anti-hero of the fucking series. Cutting Virgo in half. Stealing people's goddamn hearts. And yeah,
1: it was fucking sick.
2: It really was. But as it's gone, it's just like, well, Lord, we've seen what you can do after Punk Hazard and everything. Like... You just don't impress anyone anymore. It's like, oh, their hockey is too strong. Well, then just fuck off with your friends for, like, 10 seconds while they shoot off their big special move and come back, buddy. That's all you have to fucking do. I don't know. It pisses me off and stuff when it's like, this character can do this, then utilize this on a regular basis and give me a better reason why they don't use X ability against this. I'm not a power scaling guy. I'm a... Use what you have in an appropriate fucking manner, please, kind of guy. Which is probably equally stupid. Uh, Anyway, how are you feeling about the end of a ten-year saga and officially moving on to what will be the final long haul of One Piece?
1: So, this ten-year saga, I'm not gonna lie, has a weak start, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, Whole Cake Island was fucking great.
2: I think a lot of the people would probably agree with you. Fishman Island, although more reports now because of its connection with obviously like the you know the weapons and everything. Yeah, like I want to
1: update viewing of One Piece. The same thing as me. We got to Fishman Island and we kind of went. Okay, we did the, we did the Return to Bowdy, and we're now we're just kind of like. I want to watch uh, Queen Gambit? <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't. It just it's such a fall. It's not. It's fall. It's still good. It's just. Yeah comparably you went from perfection to high good but but you feel the you feel the whiplash you feel that drop and you're just like i'm not feeling very enthused. So, me we're taking a break right now and so Mm. and and that's indicative of this entire fishman island it's it's a slow crawl back to the top it it, dress rosa for me was a lot um but then um punk hazard i thought was kind of fun Hmm. Um, I fell asleep during Zoo. I, to this day, I actually need to reread Zoo because uh, I, agree I actually it. I actually don't really understand it.
2: Zo so, Zo so is Zo so was um, I mean after after dress Roast it's, role, a I, I it's a preamble to Wano. It's a preamble.
1: Yeah. But Wano itself.
2: Well, whole cake, whole cake. It was a preamble to whole cake.
1: Yeah. Um, I think it still has more to do with Wano. To be honest, though. Um, oh, absolutely. Yeah, but no, yeah, you still right. Wano. But Wano the is the fucking. Wano was good. I, I, I at the end of the day, my feelings on Wano are very positive. I just don't think it needed to be that fucking long. Mm. Um, and uh, I think Odin's flashback is one of my favorite things in all of One Piece.
2: Odin's flashback is probably one of the best handled things in the anime.
1: Like for a retcon, because it's def- Odin's presence is definitely a retcon, but it gives us an outsider's perspective. I, I, an outsider in the inside of roger's um final days I, I really mean, liked it
2: people don't like to admit it that much but one piece is absolutely full of retcons like for example the navy as expected in, of a story going yeah, on 30 I'll, fucking yeah, years yeah 20 yeah 25 years uh, officially soon um but like oh it's like you remember how the navy used to be like depicted as having like fucking koi ponds and like having loads of overtly japanese stuff and now it's yes. like wano is like the only place yeah yeah yeah, exactly
1: and then that's just because that's the perspective of a japanese writer yeah and it's like obvious
2: i i think it's cool to be honest that uh oda got to do this arc you could tell that this was a huge thing i mean they literally changed up the style of the anime to match something more along the lines of fucking japanese art styles like you know the. they they didn't do it for the japanese
1: art style. they did it because they were very heavily aware of their criticisms of the anime and they said all right who's that guy who animated dragon ball (laughs) super rolly (laughs) get his ass He's on here. He's the
2: director now.
1: They got a new compositing studio like they they complete it was basically a reboot.
0: But
1: um, no. and good on them. Congrats for understanding that there was a problem and fixing it. Agreed. I don't think it's that. I, I think it's still just I think it's still just like a UFO tables solution. Put a lot of pre-rendered effects over things and call it a day. I would but actually argue but, well. it, but it's still better than what we had before. It's still an improvement.
2: I would actually argue that One Piece has a new issue, and I know it sounds like I'm being such a bitch, and it's like, Val, you've got so much fucking food in front of you. Why aren't you eating? But I actually think sometimes the animation in One Piece goes way too fucking hard for the most unnecessary things.
1: Yes, because, they're, they're, because they're, it's actually a shortcut. They're they're doing a lot of extreme close-ups to mm-hmm. cover the things they have to animate. They they have found a solution to 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 kind of like they found a shortcut and they're abusing it because it's yeah. Toei.
2: No, it's like the, the bit. It, it, okay, so it's like originally I was just like it was just little things. It was like. Oh, Zoro fighting this guy, he was like standing 10 feet away from him and then suddenly he's fucking doing this massive charge up from miles away and he's moving so fucking fast and the- oh, only now does he hit him and stuff like that. It-, it sounds dumb. I really like perspectives and like keeping where characters are. I don't, I- I don't know. I- I'm a real stickler for that kind of thing. Sue me. But then it's like in one of the more recent episodes, Luffy did his uh, uppercut to Kaido. His actual, like, you know, hit that he didn't physically touch Kaido. It's when he's getting the hang of Ryo and he hits Kaido without touching him by expelling the Rio from his body through his fist. And I understand a little bit why they gave it such a, a massive glamour shot in the anime, but in the manga, it was just a really effective, great single panel waboom to the freaking face, which was just so much better and frankly, I think would have been way cooler in the anime if it was just Luffy punching Kaido with the Rio, and then Kaido being like dumbfounded by that. For a fucking minute, end the episode. I would have found that stronger, but I understand. Then it's like they're, they're, they're trying to fill in time with this really amazing, like, golden shit. Also, I hate the auras. Yeah, but I again, that's, like that, that, that's UFO
1: table solution. To everything put uh, auras over it, and it in a mask a lot of missing enemies.
2: Not UFO table. You mean uh, Toei?
1: No, UFO table from Demon Slayer. They they do this too. People think Demon uh, Slayer is so well animated, and to a degree, yes. But you'd be surprised how much pre-rendered effects carries them.
2: Oh, okay. Now it's it's and like, and
1: the, and, and I use that comparably to One Piece because they abuse it too.
2: Yeah, I really don't like the new like Dragon Ball Z Aura kind of thing. That's that the they reason do why they do it. What? But you want to talk
1: about something that has never changed and is still awful. Mm-hmm. Their sound design. I
2: don't it's kind of iconic. Their
1: sounds have still not changed literally there are abridgers who have better sound libraries than one piece. oh no i agree
2: but it's like an iconic library someone
1: could start abridging they could make their very first abridged and they will probably have access to a better sound library than one piece does that mm. is where they completely skim that is where the money
2: dies <laughs> they shoot out like a fucking gundam sound effect every so often i swear that, to god no
1: it's the running like, you hear running and the running does not match the feet and it's the same running effect i have the fucking clip mm. and it doesn't match the, the ground they're running on it's it's fucking pathetic
2: I imagine I mean, the sand so is probably something that they are just like okay you know what to they fucking do they don't give do. a shit
1: it's a remnant it's a relic of the past because let's say the first like 50 episodes of One Piece it was probably um acceptable then but in the modern day they finally modernized the animation but the sound design is still firmly in the past
2: hmm. it's like not very textured or anything like that nothing it's literally just a single clips sound. on a
1: soundboard. There's no, there's no mixing, mm. minimal. Well, if, there's mixing mixed, obviously,
2: the, but I know what you mean. I mean,
1: obviously, but I'm talking about the fact that the fucking uh, the, the the effect, the sound effects specifically, the ambience, it just doesn't jive. They just it, they don't they have a it.
2: massive selection of sounds that they use. They, you, they go they go the old though. reliables. They could, but they won't, they because could. that's
1: where that, that's where they skimp on the budget.
2: I think it's the same with, like things like Dragon Ball Z and stuff though. I think that's just a Toei thing.
1: Yep, I think like, Dragon Ball Z actually has a little bit better. I'll be honest.
2: Uh, I mean, I just saw I a mean, movie
1: where it was a lot better.
2: Yeah, that's a movie and all fairness It's like, yeah, we'll watch. No, like but Falcon. the One
1: Piece movies are also not that good though with sound design.
2: Well, we'll talk about that when One Piece film Red drops in the West.
1: Hopefully soon. Yeah. Because if they showed a Dragon Ball movie, they should show One Piece. But then again, One is uh, I mean, I think reputation is very different in the West.
2: Uh, about that. yeah, it's like I, I went to see Stampede in cinema and I had a good time. But as you know. I feel like that film like suffers with like I, I I just feel like the pacing of that story and the I, I'm not that into. It's the Dragon
1: it, Ball Super Broly of One Piece movies. It's just it's just a big one fucking big fucking action sequence.
2: I preferred everything at the start where they were doing fucking. But I think
1: I think it actually ties some ribbons on some fucking uh, dynamics and character arcs though. That's why I give it some credit. No, it
2: does. It does. It, I, I... it,
1: it could sur- it could be serviceably an okay finale to One Piece. No,
2: that's the thing that it does best: fan service. It is the like hey, definitive fan. Like fan service film okay. of One but Piece, but before
1: we run out of time, I do want to briefly mention One Piece, the anime ten twenty nine. Oh, um, the introduction, the 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 retcon of um Luffy's earliest years with Utah, the um the 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 the, uh, the pop idol in Film Red. Um, I actually quite like these episodes. They're stretched thin. There's barely anything happening, but it's kind of nice to get away from the fucking auras and the pre rendered effects and the insane action and have something that's a little bit more down to earth and quiet and feels like classic one piece Mm -hmm. and uh yeah it's a it's a solid episode um and there's more i guess it's a two-parter maybe even more but they just just wanted to retcon and say okay yeah here's Utah's Utah was there with luffy from the very beginning but what i appreciated was the fact that we also got some early pre shanks luffy who doesn't quite understand what doesn't want to be a pirate doesn't know what they are but you can tell that something within him, he wants freedom. I'm like, all right, that's pretty cool. And we get to see Luffy just kind of wander around the forest. He trains, he fights monkeys. Wait, Luffy and...
2: doesn't understand pirates, really.
1: No, yeah, he comes in, pirates, Shanks shows up, and Luffy goes, get the fuck away, pirates, you're the bad guys. I'm going to fucking fight all of you. And Shanks is like, bro, let me show you what pirates are all about. Hard and then cut said, to Luffy's like, Pirates are the fucking best. Take a
2: hit on this vape and I'll show you what yeah. Pirates are all about. And then
1: Luffy's completely turned on Pirates immediately. He's like, All right, Pirates are the coolest. And then Utah does literally a pop idol performance in the middle of a bar. It's very awkward and weird, but the music is quite good. Hmm. Yeah, apparently. I'm like, Uta, hey, they like, actually, they actually got a real I, fucking singer
2: for this. I am admittedly somewhat annoyed that like Uta is. I canon. don't know
1: pop. I don't know pop music in Japan, but whoever did this must be a very big deal. Oh
2: yeah, no, I've been listening to that. So it's a good song. the The song that they used for One Piece Film Reds, like the trailer. I, I'm saving. Fucking, I'm not actually listening to the song.
1: I've only heard the ones in that episode. I have not heard the soundtrack for the movie. I, uh, listen. I'm
2: waiting for the movie to oh, hear. Oh it. Fair. You, fair, You know, it'll hit. I want to hear it in its it. pure intent. In do that. Film. I, I, I'm proud of you, my son. Do that. By the way, I'm also still rewatching One Piece and guess what ivan unlike some cowards i'm watching long ring long land sorry <laughs> no i get it sorry I, you uh, had to
1: wait so long to get the water set. i
2: fucking love long ring long land i fucking love it i'm gonna get fucking all right
1: yeah do that long sensor bit and then we're just gonna leave because i, I don't think there's a better ending than that
2: yeah just yeah yeah let's just...
1: let the audience imagination Think of something way worse. I don't know why you would ask to have that censored because (laughs) anyone's imagination is going to be exceptionally worse. Well, it
2: wasn't like, what was it, Badger? (laughs) I did not remember the fucking me and Freddy were talking about lord of the reels and like just uh joy reels oh the
1: bad and i unnecessarily censored the badgers yeah <laughs> yeah that was like, fucking great
2: <laughs> that made me fucking classic
1: laugh. Well, classic joyride no moment. i i but speaking it. of that
2: legit one of my god we, we gotta we
1: clas- got a classic joy here's a classic sign off from Joy joycast we'll see y'all next week
2: <laughs> yeah let's jump on this fucking train what are we talking about goodbye, next week? do we have anything next week no
1: goodbye <laughs>
0: Mind the gap as you exit our podcast safely. Rebuild of Joycast is hosted by Ivan Leroy and Valentine Stokes. Leroy's written and directed works can be found on the Joyride Entertainment YouTube channel and the soon-to-be-released original web manga, Paramedic. Val's dulcet tones can be heard in many of your favorite anime and web series, such as Ruby, Death Battle, Tribe 9, Lackadaisy Cats, and more. This episode was edited by Stina Carey. With YouTube version edited by Cody Rock. Music provided by LoFi Geek. Intro and outro narration by Stina Carey. Outro music composed by Michael Payovich. Logo and visuals designed by Ivan Leroy. Rebuild of Joycast is produced by Joyride Entertainment and Rock Voice Productions LLC, and made possible thanks to Patreon donations from generous listeners like you. This month's highest tiered Patreon producers are Mr. Host, Austin, Gunnar Bear, Jelly Donut, Jessica Tejas, and Fluffy Giggles McCool Kid. If you would like your name shouted out at the end of each podcast, an invite to our private Discord to interact with fans, cast, and crew, or early access to all of our content, be sure to check out Joyride Entertainment's Patreon. Links provided in the description. Thank you for keeping Joyride's engine burning.